Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at HM.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile. With a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at HM.com. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at HM.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. I remember that was on one of the lives that we were doing on Facebook and you had said, like, I remember like you gave me a list of questions and it was the response to that episode was huge. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember you still sent me a message and said to me, please tell me to record that episode. Yep. And I was like, don't touch it. Yeah. It literally made me cry. Please don't touch it. It's perfect. girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. 
You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy-to-use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey, ladies, welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. It's 100 episodes. It's like episode 100. I'm freaking out. Naranda, are you freaking out? We freaking made it, Naranda. Oh, yes. Freaking out. Totally. All right. So I have my assistant, my sister from another Mr. on here, Naranda Hochter. Naranda, I'm surprised you haven't quit on my ass, to be just quite frankly honest. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, we're still rocking it. Don't worry. Hookers for life. Hookers for life. Okay. So her and I have been in the thick of it. Like, empowered and unapologetic has always been my baby. Don't get me wrong. I love, absolutely love what I do as a therapist, right? With outside the norm counseling, my group practice. However, empowered and unapologetic has been this, I don't know, this like, it's like a calling. I I know I'm meant to do it. I know I'm meant to do this, right? And it's always been my mission to serve women because like I've shared in the past, like I know my mom needed it. Hell, I needed it. We've all needed it at one point when we've gotten to this place where it's like, who the fuck am I? Like, I can't, I can't even do this anymore, you know? And although it's always been a passion of mine, Naranja, how many damn road bumps have we been in? Like literally like roadblock after roadblock. After link that's not working, after payments that's not working, like how many roadblocks do you want me to talk about? There were just so many. And it's been hard. Um, it's been hard. There's been times, I'm not going to lie, ladies. There have been times where it's just like, you know what? I can't fucking do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I went to bed at, remember I, I didn't go to bed till like what? Five o'clock, four, three o'clock, four o'clock one night. And it was happening. It was like consecutive. I wasn't going to bed because I was trying to wrap up the course or I was trying to finish a podcast or trying to finish an educational class. And I felt like I was back in grad school. And I remember like crying to Naranta when I first launched a course and we got crickets. Like we literally got crickets. Nobody was buying it. Totally. Absolutely felt defeated. Absolutely. Right. And it's like, how the hell, I'm just going to be honest. Like we're both going to be honest and transparent. So it's like, how the hell am I making $300 per session in my private practice for one hour? So for my clients to meet with me for one hour, it's $300. But yet I can't sell a freaking $97 course. Like, what the fuck? What is going on? Oh, goodness. Tell me about it. Right? (laughs) And so it got to a point where it was like, okay, Naranda, like, I know this is probably against the law, but like, I think the only way we're going to be able to sell anything is if you and I hook. Because... (laughs) (laughs) And we did it. We were there. We were there in our fishnet stockings and we made it work. (laughs) I knew Naranda was totally ride or die when I told her that. So I obviously I'm joking. Okay. So calm down. We're not really on the street corners, but like it was, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to make this launch? Like what the hell? And I remember telling, I was like crying to Naranda. I was like, Naranda, 
I'm going to be on a street corner. Just don't be on the same street corner as me stealing my customers. And Naranda, without like, without skipping a beat, without skipping a beat, she's like, well, I'm going to be in my fishnet stockings and my nipple, my nipple clamps. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, holy shit. Naranda's totally ride or die. Like, we had just, we hadn't known each other for that long. And here I am like, no, I'm okay for all. Like, this is hard. This is really hard. Like, welcome to the freaking jungle. <laughs> and it's been a ride. It's been, I tell you, it's, um, yeah, there were, there were many moments. I mean, we were doing, I felt like we were doing everything right. We were watching what we needed to watch. We were doing the Facebook ads like they told us to. We were getting suspended. We were getting shut down. Links weren't working. Like everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah. It, it was like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, definitely. And like, not that I'm bragging at all, but I feel like, I feel like now, you know, people are reaching out to us for sponsorships. Um, people Absolutely. are reaching out to collaborate, things like that. A lot of people are reaching out, but now it feels like it has momentum. However, the crazy part about it is, although it feels like we're having momentum, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Empowered and Unapologetic is my baby. And it's slowly working its way up. And we still have a bill collector. Like we literally, I'm not lying. I'm just, I'm, this episode, we're going to be completely honest. I'm going to be completely transparent. Outside the Norm Counseling is a very, very successful company that funds Empowered and Unapologetic. And I received a <laughs> a message from Naranda going, Ronda, she's so sweet. Naranda, you're so sweet. You didn't even be like, okay, homegirl, pay your bill. But <laughs> just just a friendly reminder. So this popped up on the screen today. Just uh, just putting it out there. <laughs> you know that you owe a bill. Oh, crap. Oh, I do have. Okay, I, just a reminder, mental note that to later, I wrote a check from outside the norm to Empowered and Unapologetic so I could pay that bill today <laughs> to fund so it. So one pop up down. <laughs> we're one pop yeah we're one bill collector done there's only one bill collector don't freak out but still it's like the the craziness the craziness that it's been however i i purposely wanted you on here because i wanted people to understand like where we are right now and where we're like we're it's happening it, even though that bill's gonna get paid don't get crazy but even though that's happening like You've been with me from the beginning. And so I wanted you on here because I wanted you to share like your honest experience with, you know, Empowered and Unapologetic and the things you've learned. And you've been also part of like listening to other women's pain and like their success. So can you please speak to us about that? Yeah, so I started with you, Veronica, just, I think it was episode 45 that our paths crossed um, by one of my good friends, and I'm so thankful to her because I literally, literally in that first week of listening to a podcast, I was like, holy shit, this woman doesn't know me, and she's literally talking to me, and then I started listening to the following week's podcast, and I had myself in tears, and then it just kept going, and I was like, how does this woman know me, and she doesn't know me. And then I realized that, you know what, this is a problem that most women face are faced with. And um, these are things that, you know, we all faced with. And every single podcast that that's been on there, that that's been on, I, I take something, I take a golden nugget away every single episode. Um and not just that, it's like 
yeah, I actually, you know, I don't want to get emotional, but it's like, it's in this year that I've been with you, it's literally changed me as a person. It's changed me as a mom. It's changed me as a friend. It's changed, it's given me a voice. Um, before I was a people pleaser, I just did everything everybody wanted me to do. Um, you know, like in my mind, if I did stuff for people, that's how they saw my worthiness. That's how people judged me. Um, and I was my, my biggest critic. And Veronica, this past year with you, you are such a powerhouse of a woman, such a badass. Like it's it's amazing. Um, and for me, the biggest highlight I have to say for this past year of you know working with you, um, for me, when women come on and talk to you, and you can hear in their voices, you know they unsure themselves, they lack the self confidence. And even just talking to you for five or 10 minutes, you challenge them, you ask them questions and the the transformation is like immediate, immediate. And it's something absolutely amazing to listen to and to experience. Um, so I'm, I just have absolutely loved every single podcast. I've probably called my uh, fiance in so many times to come and listen to you. I've like stopped, rewind, replay. You need to listen to this. Please take <laughs> notes. Veronica, fix him. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. So I'm like yeah. so quiet because I'm trying to like hold back tears. Um, yeah. What is an episode that you can go back to that just like really hit home for you? Oh my goodness. It's going to have to be episode 16. When did I lose myself? Um, a mother's confession. And something that you said in the episode is you lost yourself because you no longer put yourself first. You attempted to do everything for everyone, leaving a very little space for you. Now, this is me trying to hold back the tears because as a mom, um, we do everything for our kids. And I find myself not being present in the moment. I couldn't sit still without thinking of what to cook and I need to fold up the laundry and what to do next. And um, that episode 60, A Mother's Confession, I was just like, you know what? It's okay to sit on the couch and play with my kids. The dishes will get done. It doesn't have to get done now, but they will get done. Um, you know, it's okay to, to go take the kids to the park. It's okay to get behind the camera. Take the photos. You only live once. Make most of the moments. So for me, that episode, I probably listened to it about three times and I cried every single time. I, I still listen to it and cry because it's just, it's so honest and it's so raw. And it's just, you know, like it, it really just as a mom, it hit me to the deepest core of my body. You know, it's crazy that you say that, Naranda, because I recorded that episode. I remember when I recorded that episode, I was upstairs in my room and I hit record and it was like, okay, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm going to be completely raw, honest, unscripted. Like, let's just let it happen. And I tend to be somebody that like things in line. I like, I like scripts. I like to go back and refer back to certain things. And this one, it was like, no, you're just going to record. Like, just be honest. And I did it. And then I kid you not, I kid you not, I wanted to hit delete. I wanted to hit you told, you yeah. told me that. And I was okay. like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. I wanted to hit delete because right away when I finished recording, I was like, 
let me go back. I don't, I didn't reference to anything. What the hell did I really say? You know, I was, I know I was speaking from the heart, but it was one of those moments that like, I kind of like got into some trance or something because it was just, I was just going, I was just going, I wasn't looking at anything. I was just talking. It was just like freestyle, so to speak. And I remember, you know, like ending it and it was like, shit, I need to re-record that. I need to re-record that. And then I looked at the time and I was like, oh, I promised myself it would only take this time. I need to go downstairs and I need to be intentional with my husband and my kids, you know, because I told, I had, you know, said to Willie, I need to record this episode. I'll be back. He's like, all right, cool. And it was like, shit, I'm out of time. So this has to be enough. And I was walking down. I sent it to you and I sent it to Mitch. Shout out to Mitch. What's up? He's our um, sound engineer. He should totally be on this episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> He'd be crying too. But yeah, it was just like, it was like I walked downstairs and I remember like all of this negative self-talk started coming in and beating myself up. And it was like, okay, wait a minute. Hold up. Your mission is not to be perfect. Your mission is to be transparent. And your mission is also to be relatable, open, and honest. So that was raw, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of people like it. If it's able to go out and hit one person and they're able to relate, well, then that's my mission. My mission isn't to rank 50,000. I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm lying. I do want to rank 50,000. But <laughs> like it's just getting, like, <laughs> getting there, getting there. But it was just like, just you're walking downstairs and you're going to own it and you're not, you're going to be unapologetic about it. And I remember that was on one of the lives that we were doing on Facebook and you had said, like, I remember like you gave me a list of questions and it was the response to that episode was huge. It was huge, huge. I remember you still sent me a message and said to me, please tell me to record that episode. And I was like, don't touch it. Yeah. It literally made me cry. Please don't touch it. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So when, okay, because there's times when I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Well, I don't even, you know, I'm going to be honest with the audience. Like I have a lot of things going on. A lot, a lot, a lot. When I say a lot, I mean a lot. And so Naranda and I meet weekly. We try to make sure we meet weekly. Those times that we meet weekly change <laughs> because of my busy schedule and I absolutely love her. Um, but in the meetings, it's like crazy scatter. It's like I have 50,000 notebooks, 50,000 to-do lists. Yeah. And so I'm sure when you and I are meeting, you're like, this bitch. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's literally, it's literally gone from meetings to brainstorming sessions. And I, I know I know when I'm logging in, I better grab my pen and my pen and paper <laughs> because she's gonna give me stuff to do. <laughs> so although I'm scattered here, the minute the minute it comes to helping somebody, totally glued in. Can you share, right? Totally, totally glued in. And it's like that's that's where I feel like I like. I do the best work. I feel like for you, like the best work you do, it's like you make it all pretty, like all of this crazy madness. Like I look at, you know, Naranda's in charge of our, can you share with them what you do? Like what is essentially like your job? Like, what do you do? Like, how do we work together? That's where I should go first before I keep going. So whatever you tell me to do. No, basically. So <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, you send the recordings. Mitch does these amazing audio editing parts, and then 
I get it up on the back end, do all the marketing material, email the guests if they need to be. Um, I'm responsible for all the social postings, for all the lovely challenges that we've got going on in the Facebook group. Um, obviously, Veronica, you give me all the, you know, the challenges that the ladies need to do. I just write down at two seconds per minute, like literally you just throw it at me and I just write it down. And like you said, I make it pretty. I put it in an image and post it. And then anything, anything else that you want me to do, I fall, I, I just do it. Okay, she's complete badass and she's like, she does so much more. She like so, so much more. Um, the amount of... In- we only have a short amount of time, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I'm very, very blessed to have her. I'm very blessed to have her. She came in at a time where it was like, my daughter was working for me. Shout out to Aliyah. I love you. And at the same time, I was like, oh my God, how many times do I need to fire my daughter? Or how many times does she need to quit on me for me to realize, no, I need to get outside help. And you came at like, just like you were saying, we, we got connected and it was like, it was such a blessing. Um, when, when it's happening, when is a time that I've coached somebody that you were like, holy shit, it's happening. Like, this chick actually knows what she's talking about. She's not so much a scatterbrain. <laughs> well, like I said, from the first podcast that I listened, um, no, seriously, you used to do um, your Wednesday lives in the Facebook group. Um, and then, you know, you would also do your lessons. And for me, it was just like, it always fascinated me how, you know, when you start talking, you get so focused and your message is so strong and you always revert back to the same lines because you're consistent and, you know, you're forever telling people that you're not about band-aids and it starts with you. And it's like the stuff just kept resonating with me. But I have to say definitely the, um, oh gosh, there's been so many times, there's been so many times that I, for me, what stands out the most, and I'm thinking what's what's just really hit me hard is um, in the, the pod groups that you do on Peanut, the Peanut app, you know, on a Tuesday when you do an open session and the ladies come on and they ask you anything. The one that actually stood out for me was actually about two weeks ago. The lady was asking you if she wants to spend some time, she wants to go out with her friends for, for oh, lunch. Yeah. You know, is she yeah. going to be you know is her baby going to hate her like is she can can she and he literally said to her you know is it healthy for you to go out and she said yes and she said is it healthy healthy for you to have a relationship with your friends and she's like yes and so veronica's like is your baby going to you know grow up hating you for going out with your friends she's like no so veronica's like well then what the hell like find your friends and go back. and i was like yeah this woman. no she the way you you know the way you coach someone is it's like you pull it out of them. So it's like a like a road to self-discovery kind of. Yeah. Um, and that that one for me was was solid because, yeah, I was this new mom. I mean, my youngest is two. I was in her shoes too. I was also yeah. like, I can't for the yeah. babysitter. He still needs me. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah. No, my biggest thing is I don't want to be giving everybody answers because answers don't work. They've never, they've never worked. You know, what is, what is the, what is the true answer to dieting? Well, eat healthy and work out like, duh, but okay. No, for all, like, what did you do? Like, what was, what was it? Yeah. So it was like, it's fast, you know, just give me the fast one, but the fast one doesn't work. It doesn't create consistency. It doesn't create true change. And so it's like, if I give everybody answers, then nothing happens. However, if I challenge the shit out of somebody and really help them see, wait a minute, 
You can actually give yourself permission to do this. Like you don't even need me. I'm going to coach you through this. I'm going to guide you. But ultimately you're the one who has to give yourself permission. I can only take it so far. You got to be the one that pulls the trigger and executes it. And that's been my, my mission is to teach women how to step outside their comfort zones. Um, but yeah, like that, I'm glad you brought her up because so many women can relate. And I hear that all the time. All the time. What is an episode that, ah, you already gave us your favorite episode, but what is an episode that your husband was like, ah, shit, like, oh, okay. Okay. I get her. I see her. I see her. This makes sense. Um, okay. So there were, there was a few, um, but the one that I actually called him back on was the, the billion brandy episode that you did. Yeah. Um, why I'm stuck managing the family. Um, and Billy came on, um, and he was like talking, you know, like I let her do everything. I let her take care of the kids. I let her make the supper. You know, she's got it all in control. And Brandy was like, but I don't, I yeah. don't, I am tired. I am exhausted. And I literally stopped, pause, rewind, and I called um, I called Brendan in and I told him to come listen. And I said, you see, like, I want you to take initiative. I want you to help me. I don't have it all together. And that episode for me, hearing it so raw from another perspective, exactly how I was feeling. Um, I also, I just called him and I said, Listen, you need to come and hear this because what she's saying, <laughs> that, that's how I feel. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> what she said. Yeah. So um, that one wasn't supposed to happen the way it happened. I was supposed to be on their show, right? I was supposed to be on their show. Um, So Billy is actually a colleague. He is a therapist as well. And I was asked to be on their show. And um, we hit record. And, you know, she just asked me, like, I I think she asked me, like, what do I do? She asked me something along those lines. And I ended up sharing with her what I did and I'm watching her as I'm, you know, talking about this and just the look on her face goes from complete excitement, ready to record a show to, I just got punched in the gut, like literally just got punched in the gut. And what you're saying is like, and and she even said it, like, you just described me. Yeah. And it was like, oh, damn. It I brought, didn't, it years. Right? Years. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, Billy, are you cool if we go here? Like, I didn't know if it was okay for us to go deep. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Just because it's feeling. And if we don't record this and this just ends up being a coaching session, you know, for the two of them, then screw it. Let's just do, let's do it. Either way, it's gonna something's going to happen out of this. And I remember after it was like we pressed stop. And, you know, it was just everybody kind of like catching their breath to what just occurred, you know, and being able to like pull back and go like, damn, you know, Brandy, I'm really proud of you. And Billy, I'm also really proud of you for being able to hear this and, and just take it in and being receptive to it, you know, because it was just, it wasn't a male bashing session at all, not at all, but it was like, these are the things that you're not aware of that are happening. And you're dealing with this in your practice, but you're not implementing it at home, right? Yeah. It was definitely a podcast of self-realization. Um, it was two people that, to me, it felt like, oh, in my in my situation, you know, when I played the episode back to, to my partner, we literally sat looking at each other and I said to him, do you see, like, 
there's a huge lack of communication because you are assuming I'm okay and I'm expecting things from you that you're not you're never going to know because I'm not telling you. Yeah. And it was a huge lack. What I took from that episode was I need to speak up. I need to say what I want. I need to ask for help. Um, and that episode definitely helped me um, to give him some more responsibility and just take some things off my plate. Yeah. What would you say is the one episode that hits home for most women? Like the one episode that has just like gone crazy for us. Um, I would have to say, I would have to say, I think it's the resentment episode. I think it's episode 79. Um, I think a lot of times when you are talking to the ladies, um, you know, boundaries is a big thing that comes up for us um, as well as resentment. So there was actually a lady on, I think it was about three or four weeks ago, you were talking to her and she was saying how she was angry of things not happening and she wasn't speaking up and she was literally stockpiling her anger, which was actually resentment. Um, And you stockpiling this resentment at the end of the day, it could be breadcrumbs on a kitchen counter that could just set you off. And then your whole freaking stockpile is coming out. Yeah. And for me, the two big things that I pull from every single podcast is boundaries and resentment. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely that's, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely I definitely think that's the episode, um, resentment, the silent killer of marriages. I can't tell you how many people have no clue that what they do every single day and that resentment that's building and building and growing and thickening is one of the key indicators for us as a therapist to how to the path of divorce. Like I was trying, I was going to sugarcoat it, but I shouldn't. It's just going to happen. Like that is one of the key indicators for us, like just kind of watching, you know, that that is like when I'm sitting in in here in my office with my with my couples and they go back and forth on like well this is what I do and it's like a measuring contest it's like oh shit dude it's already ha-. like don't get me wrong it, it happens quite early but like just how bad it is it's like ah we we yes. got we got a lot of work to do Everything, and we've noticed that there's such a trend with uh, almost like a tit for tat competition. Like, um, you know, the husband does this, and then he expects this in return, or the or the wife's done this now, and she respects something in return. There's a huge, huge like uh, competition in everything, in parenting, in what they bring to the table. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it trickles down to you start to see, well, you know, I start to see resentments towards your children. Like we, we do, we, I've been, and I've been guilty of this myself. I've literally like looked at my kids and go, well, damn, dude, you don't even appreciate half the shit that I do, you know, yeah. and you can't, you can't even give me a bite of your damn burger. And I do all of this stuff. And it, it's literally in those moments, like, you know, something so simple, a bite of a burger that they don't give me. And it's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like all the things that I've done and it ends up, it ends up spewing out in those moments. But what happens is it's not, it's not that moment. It's everything that you've brushed under the rug over and over and over again, that that was literally the tip of the iceberg. And it was like that not giving me or not sharing is the moment where it's like, dude, it's going down like Charlie Brown, like it's happening, you know, because we do, we do get so mad. Being, 
So working, because you and I are like side-by-side sidekicks, like literally ninja warriors. So like (laughs) with us working together, what is the biggest lesson you found with regards to the biggest struggle women have? Like being introduced and being around, because you're with me with most of these things and DMs we get and the questions we get. What's the, from the biggest struggle, what's the biggest lesson you've learned? I guess that's a two-part question. Let me ask the first one. What is the biggest struggle women have that you've seen? Like, you're like, holy shit, I didn't know so many women were struggling with this. Not setting boundaries and asking for what they want. It's the biggest. Yeah. Not even knowing how to set a boundary. Not even knowing what a boundary is. Yeah. Um, just just compromising themselves over and over for family, for partners, for for work, for friends, compromising who they are and not asking for what they want. That, that to me is what I see over and over. What do you see as the biggest complaint as to the repercussions of not setting boundaries? Just feeling like they're on the back burner, literally just feeling like they're unappreciated, unheard of. Um, you know, like just not communicating in their marriages. Um yeah. And it just boils down to everything. So many of them, it just feels like so many of them have mentioned, I feel like I'm living with a friend. I feel like I'm living with a roommate. I don't know how to ask for what I want. Um, I just do whatever he says or, you know, it's, it's sad. It's um, to me, that's what stood out the most. Definitely. Do you remember, um, do you remember the message that you received or like we have a list of her pain, like literally ladies, when you send us your pain, we have a list that I share with Naranda and it goes into like all of your pain, like your guys' struggles. And the reason why we have that list is because it's important we stick to it. It's important we stick to that mission of helping you. Yeah. But do you remember reading one and then like starting to cry? Do you remember reading a message or do you remember listening to maybe somebody's pain and just like in that moment going, holy shit, like either me too or damn, I felt that. I wish I had it up in front of me, but I remember it. I remember it well, but I wish I had it word for word. And I even read it to you and I said to you, Veronica, I just, this woman just messaged us and she said, my husband doesn't love me anymore. He wants a buddy, not a wife. And I was like, oh my God goodness how can you be stuck in that how can you be marriage where you feel like a friend where you're not loved and there's no intimacy and communication and there's no ride or die it's just like hey how's it going what you doing yeah yeah that that one for me was like wow when she you know when 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 she said that you know my husband doesn't love me anymore he wants a buddy not a wife that was for me that was like Oh, I felt for her. I literally cried. I literally wanted to come in my screen and say to a woman, you are so much worth more. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that one broke me. When I, when I read that one, I thought, how the hell, like right away, there's a part of me that gets, I get so angry. I get so angry, right? Because I want to go straight to solving the problem. And then at the same time, it's like, oh my God, it I think back to like, cause I, I have the same question sometimes like how the dude get the, no, get the fuck out of that relationship. Like, what are you doing? You're worth more. You're worth more. Yeah. And then I remember, and I'm, I do this on purpose, but like, I remember, although that's the answer, 
well, why, you know, going back even further, why don't we do it? Why don't we do it? And then when you guys send me messages like that, I put myself in your shoes. And for that particular one, that one's going to make me cry. But for that particular one, I think, you know, I got so mad and it's like, okay, Veronica, why are you having this response? Why? And I ask myself that every time, why are you having that response? Why is this your response to this message? You're not her. Why are you so mad? Why? You don't even know who she is. And I get mad because it's like, fuck. I remember when Willie and I were in our, you know, in that mode of divorce. And I remember we were, we were separated and a lot, all of Willie's uniforms were in, we had a two bedroom and we were living on, on base and base housing. And Willie was a drill instructor and all of his uniforms were in um, Aaliyah's room. And I'm like back in Aaliyah's room right now. And Willie and I were separated and um, he walked into Aaliyah's room and Aaliyah was, I think Aaliyah was sleeping in her crib and, um, he walked in and he was grabbing all of his uniforms and he and I were separated, but he would like come home every now and then, or we would have sex or whatever. Like all of his stuff was still there, even though we were separated and he was grabbing, he was grabbing his uniforms. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, this is real. This is really happening. And it was like so crazy because it was in Aaliyah's room where he should stay. That would be a huge indicator, huge, like fucking hit in the head for him to stay. Like you're grabbing your uniforms from your daughter's room, like, and your baby sleeping in the crib. And it wasn't, it wasn't Naranda. And it was like, I remember literally, I remember that night, I remember falling to my knees and like crying and begging him, begging him to stay, literally begging and like crying, like not like fucking just little tears coming down, but like an ugly cry. I I couldn't breathe. I was crying so hard. And I remember like, he was like, no, I'm leaving. You know, we're getting a divorce. And he ended up like loading his stuff in, um, he had gotten in a car accident. So he had a car rental and it was like in some fucking Mustang or some bullshit. And it was like, who the fuck is this guy? You know? And he was putting all of the stuff in the trunk of his, the rental. But it was like, I'm looking back and it was like so crazy symbolic because it's like in my head, I wasn't ready to let go of who I thought he was and who I married And yet I wasn't able to go ahead and accept who he actually was in that moment. I wasn't able able to accept that I needed him to be who I married. I needed him to be who he was, not this man. Like, who the fuck are you? And I remember, I'm going to sound totally fucking crazy, but I'm going to sound crazy. I remember like positioning my car. I had a Toyota Toyota Celica at the time, moving my car so I would block his so he wouldn't leave. And I was trying so hard to keep it. And so when I read that, and it's interesting that you picked that one because I would have totally picked that one too. <laughs> I wish I had it up. But when I when I read that, it's like, I can totally see that. Yeah. I can totally see that. Whatever it fucking takes. If you're still in the home and we're roommates... And you're still the father to my kids. Don't fucking I'll settle take it. for that. I'll yeah. settle for that. I'll take it. 
I'll take it because fuck it. At least I have the shell. Something's better than nothing. Bingo. Yeah. And that's why it's been my mission for empowered and unapologetic to do something different, you know, to really not go into, Oh, okay. We'll just leave them. Cause that's not easy. And I get your guys's pain. Like I fucking get it. Like here, hello. I just gave you an example. I get it. And so giving you that answer is bullshit because it's a bandaid, but going even deeper is what's really going to help you create that change. And so now that I'm, I'm done with my therapy session, <laughs> Goals for this year. Goals for this year, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you your goal for this year, and then I'm gonna go into my fifty thousand goals. <clears throat> what is your goal for this year for this empower for empowered and unapologetic? Where do you see it going? Uh, I I I just want to work you up and get you exposed to to so many great guests. Um, definitely want to work you up to get you that dream uh, interview with Oprah one day. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, but also. All jokes aside, no, my goals for this year is just, I think we're on such a great path. I think we are reaching so many women. We, You are doing amazing things. I hear it every single day. Um, I just, just want to expose you more. For me, I want to get you on every single platform that's possible because you are reaching so many women, but I think so many more women need to hear you. Mm-hmm. So that's my, my goal for the year. <laughs> So my goal is to get your ass from South Africa to (laughs) California, sunny San Diego. I'm not in San Diego. I'm in Temecula. But to get you to sunny San Diego where we are going to host a retreat. We are going to host a retreat. We can't afford to go ahead and fly you over here. I'm powered and unapologetic. Can't afford it yet. But once we pay that bill (laughs) and we start getting this off of its feet. It's still new. I think we're going on two years, but it's still new. It's still happening. We're going to make it happen. That's my biggest goal. But even farther than that, even bigger is we're definitely going to have a workshop in February for you women. We're right now we're bringing everything down and really, really honing it in on what you guys want and how you want us to execute this workshop. shop. So definitely go into our Facebook group, go into, um, Follow me on Instagram because we are we are asking for your guys's feedback. We want to make sure it's for you. Um, in addition to that, we're definitely going to do more courses. We're going to be relaunching the um, Reignite Your Marriage by Reclaiming Your Identity course. We're going to create more freebies. Right now, I'm on every single week on Peanut. Um, ask a ask a therapist, and then also teaching guys lessons. So it's going to be big. It's going to be so big. And like I said, I'm so thankful for you, Naranda. Oh, Veronica, I'm thankful for you. Really, like, and I tell you this often, not only have I I gained a friend, I feel like I've gained a mentor. Like, just my, this past year has changed me as a person totally. And it's just from listening to you, following you, taking your teachings and just opening myself up to what you have got to say. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to end with what is your personal goal for you? Not for me. What is your personal goal for this year? Well, if I need to make my way to sunny San, sunny San Diego, this mama needs to fit into a bikini. So, uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. I know, I know how everyone says, and I need to take care of my liver because I think if I had to fly over that side, we'll need a, a week to just bond and then a week to work. Yep. But uh, 
No, but in all jokes aside, I've got a. Um, I'm focusing this year on on my health. I've got a little bit of a health health setbacks that I'm focusing on, um, and I just want to be the best mommy I can be for my for my boys and for my partner and um, just be present. For you, for be intentional. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you yeah. can rock that bikini right now, girl. Me and you. Me and you. It'll happen. It'll happen. Unapologetic, damn it. Noranda, you were scared as shit to come on and record this episode. We're done. You did it. You made it. You survived. <laughs> done for the next year. You can get me on episode 200 again. <laughs> episode 200. Thank you, Noranda. Thanks, Veronica. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. 
I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.